You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Well, welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and of course, Errol Parker, editor-at-large. How are you, Errol? Always good, mate. Always good to talk to you. Always good to talk to young Wendell. How are you, Wendell? Wendell, the newsreader? I'm very well, thank you. Another week knocked over, and you're certainly right there, Errol. It's always a pleasure. How are you, Clancy? Good, mate. I'm getting used to all this. Actually starting to enjoy it, so maybe some some good can come from this. Maybe wear the virus, Wendell. Maybe wear the virus. Hmm. Now, what's in the news this week, Wendell? It's obviously obviously a lot. Yeah, there's been plenty going on still, and Jesus Christ was fined $1,000 after police deemed his resurrection a non-essential outing. Yes, Mr. Christ landed himself in a fair bit of trouble there. He got pinged outside the tomb, which of course is not allowed anymore under these current isolation rules. There's actually a bloke in Perth who broke out of his, I guess you'd say, state-sanctioned, state-ordered hotel quarantine after returning back from overseas. Uh, Jimmied the door out of his hotel and went and met with his girlfriend. He's actually gone to prison. We don't know how long for. Up to six months, they reckon. So Jesus was lucky he didn't get pinched that hard, but he, he definitely will be fined. Yeah, there was a comment on that from Michelle Williamski, who said if he's really worried about the fine, he can get it revoked if he just gets a little help from his mates and lodges an appeal with the high court. Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, of course, Jesus, he did go to a local private school, so he should be able to get off. He's also a prominent Catholic figure, which is the key to getting off in the high court. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Let's hope he doesn't get crucified for it. And speaking about prominent Catholic mm. figures, moving on to our next story now. Man who made career talking about shit no one can verify says don't take accusations as gospel. Yes, the former Cardinal Pell, of course... So bravely went on Sky News to talk to one of the more grilling journalists he could have sat opposite in the shape of his good friend Andrew Bolt from Sky News to explain why people shouldn't believe everything they hear, not even a week after he's been released from prison and had his conviction overturned on technicality that he paid a lot of money to receive. Hmm. He has spent a fair amount of time preaching stuff a whole lot less believable than other instances of pedophilia in the Catholic Church. Yes, he has. He's actually made a career out of it, as have a lot of creepy men that live alone uh, around the world, have made quite a lot of coin telling us to trust their stories of a magical Palestinian carpenter who was also Caucasian running around a couple thousand years ago turning water into wine. Cardinal Pell certainly would say that is more believable than the fact that the Catholic Church might have a problem with child molestations. Yeah, Clancy, you got a bit of a tip-off a couple of days ago that Andrew actually sent George a 3am you up text message recently that you're working on? Yes, yeah, I received that tip-off. It's an awkward situation that the Cardinal's found himself in. He's usually so obsessed with, with the fame and ego that comes with being Cardinal Pell. Good or bad, he loves a headline. But now he's actually found himself in the unfortunate predicament where Andrew Bolt thinks they're mates or possibly even more than mates, and went ahead and sent him a you up message after his, I guess, cheerleading interview for him earlier in the week. Yes, I can imagine those two engaging in a 69. Reading out another comment, as we like to do on the show, there was a pretty hectic one from Wayne Malloy, who said, Us regular peoples are not fit to judge the likes of Pell. Only God can judge one so devout, so maybe a good middle-ages trial by fire is warranted. You said it, not us, Wayno. Full on. What else is in the news, Wendell? Staying down south now, and Melbourne elites hiding in Port C, given away by stickers for weird private school sports. Yes, some stickers for croquet, polo, and sailing gave away the two rack. If I'm saying that correctly, I know the people in Melbourne don't 
really take it too well when we don't pronounce their weird suburbs right. So is that Turak? Turak. Turak. Turak residents, you know, they were down in Portsea when they shouldn't be, but you can do a lot of things when you're rich and white. Yes, they shouldn't be down there, but, you know, they, they are of the opinion that they could blend in because, you know, they holiday there so much. It's basically like home. And they pay so much money for those beach houses, they thought that they should be able to treat that community like it is their home community, which is a weird thing that they don't already do that full time, considering not many of them actually work in Melbourne. They just need to be there to keep up appearances. And what could be considered a double blow for the rich elites of Melbourne, they've also banned the sale of pangolin at the Praharan wet markets, if I'm saying that correctly. Praharan? Owen's oh, always tricky. Prehan, Prehan, maybe. Piran. Moving back to some news from our little desert shire now, and wife material whispers local woman taking half-burnt Betty Crocker fudge cake from the oven. This article was written um, after our journalist interviewed a local woman who filled her apartment with the delicious smell of perfectly baked cake, and then, of course, the smell of a perfectly burnt cake, which I think it set the smoke alarms off, Wendell. Yeah, it did. It notified the rest of her apartment block that she'd made a meal of it. Anything else from quarantine? Yeah, one last story now. And slowly balding man figures quarantine is as good a time as any to rip off the Band-Aid. I take it the Band-Aid was the hair that was on top of his head. It certainly was. So they're suggesting he go from the Josh Frydenberg straight to the Assistant Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, to the borderline chrome domes out there, now is as good a time as any to pull off the Vin Diesel or Jason Statham to see how it looks, and if it doesn't grow back, too bad. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again with your weekly portion of honest, hard-hitting regional news from the Channel Country next week on the Batuta Advocate Weekly Bulletin. Until then, my name is Clancy Overall. And my name's Wendell Hussey. And my name is Errol Parker. Chuck Yola.